listening to My Diversion, the entertainment podcast hosted by Tom and Josh. Find us on the web at MyDiversion.com. Welcome to another episode of My Diversion. It's been a while, so welcome back to listening. <laughs> Unless you're listening to this in the future and you're just streaming through and you didn't recognize the two-month break, but what's it, what's it like in the future? That's pretty cool. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm I'm your host, Tom. Welcome back, as always. Josh, what's up, man? Different day. You really going to make me bleep that early? <laughs> Dude, it's been two months. You should be ready for that. All right. Um, and we have a special guest on. Uh, you guys might recognize this guy's uh, musical abilities. He's our or he's our musician for the My Diversion podcast. John, what's up, man? Nothing much. Same poop, different day. Hey, thanks for not. Yeah, no problem, Tom. I got your back. <laughs> thanks, man. Pussy. <Yeah>. Anyway, uh, we we wanted to bring him on to you know get his take. He he has a really good taste in uh, music and games and stuff like that. <laughs> and he and he clearly has good taste in music. Um, oh, as, yes. as, uh, as is clear that some of the music you guys have listened to as as you're listening to this podcast. So that's pretty cool. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, we're going to try to do our four segment episodes and we'll try to do our best to keep to it. Uh, if Josh doesn't derail us too much, oh, it's always me, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Go back and listen. <laughs> we, <laughs> hey, if anything, I fix these things. All right. You fix them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> fix it. <laughs> All right. So in our first segment, we're going to talk about, we're going to kind of, Get caught up. We're going to talk a little bit about what's been going on, maybe some recent developments, some stuff that we've been digging on. I mean, we haven't we haven't had a podcast in the year 2012 yet, so maybe we'll even talk about the Mayan calendar and the <laughs> how, how this is it for us. Um, and then in segment two, we're going to talk about some current video games. Um just some reviews of some video games that we've seen or played or been able to enjoy. And segment number three, we'll talk about video games uh, in the future, talk about some of the speculation of things that are up up and coming, like uh, Halo 4 and, and rumors of the new Xbox console, um, maybe maybe riff on the the Wii U. It's, is it com- isn't it coming out this year? I think it is by... Pretty much speculated, yeah. Speculated, yeah. Unless you're those people in the future, then you might. This might be games that came out or consoles Maybe. that came out in the past. Wouldn't it be cool if they were listening to this on their Wii U in the future? <laughs> I don't know if that. Has no, that would be actually pretty lame. Pretty lame. They should be um, doing it on a PS4. <laughs> segment number four. We're gonna just talk some tech and some Android apps and maybe a little bit of WTF. Just because I like the WTF segment uh, sound effect, so <laughs> does that sound good? Sure. <laughs> I'm not actually asking for your approval. I'm just mostly asking for the audience to nod their head in agreement. <laughs> All hey, right. Tom, 
Alright, yeah, they all nodded. Okay. Alright. Segment number one. Have to edit any of that in. That's good. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we got John on the uh, synthesizer or beatbox in his mouth. <laughs> that was great. All right, we're going to talk about recent developments. Okay, so what have you guys been doing since Christmas? Anything fun? See anything good? Or Yeah, I, I saw something good. I saw something real good. It's uh... the, the new girl with the dragon tattoo flick. Oh yeah, with uh, Daniel Craig, right? James. Yeah, and Mary Rooney. It was awesome. That was awesome. This is Harriet. Someone in the family murdered Harriet, and for the past forty years, has been trying to drive me insane. Those are from her, and the rest from her killer. You failed to adapt to four foster homes. Arrested twice for intoxication, twice for assault. How many partners have you had in the last month? And how many of those were men? I should have control of my money. And you will, once you learn to be sociable. Why don't we start with me? You know what to do. I can't find something you've been unable to find in 40 years. You don't know that. You have a very keen investigative mind. You said something. You said something really crazy on your Facebook, saying that uh, best movie ever. Yeah, I I put that up there as possibly the best movie I've ever seen. Wow. So that that means that you've just pushed all of the Star Wars down, right? Yes. Yes. Really, better than uh, Phantom of the Suck or Attack <laughs> of the Crap or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, are you, are you seri- no seriously, are you, do you think that the Dragon Tattoo movie, the newer one, is better than Empire Strikes Back? Yeah. Wow. Okay, we. you heard it here, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think I'd actually ever hear you say that. Yeah, yeah if I just get... I'll, never mind. You won't even edit that out, so I won't even say it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, as also, for, hang on, hang on. I also saw Breaking Bad season four. Did you get that caught? Was, you got all caught up on that. That was awesome. That was that was really really good, really good. Um. Anyway, uh, you want me to talk about any games or anything like that, or you want to save that? I'll save the games, but yeah. uh, just as far as entertainment. How about you, John? You you watch anything good lately? Uh. Not, I mean, you guys are all into the the new stuff, which uh, you know I like, but I just don't don't get into it really. I don't know why I don't, but I don't know. I've mostly been getting into the uh, older stuff. I've, I've uh, bought the complete series of I Love Lucy.
No and, kidding. Yeah, cool. I, that's a I freaking love that show. I don't care. I don't care what you say. That's a that's a, a classic right there. Absolutely, it's it's a great show. And uh, been looking at a a lot of South Korean films as well. There's been a lot of good South Korean films that have come out in the past decade or so. Uh, movies like uh, Mother and Old Boy. Uh, a lot of films that I think are really kind of interesting. A lot of better than a lot of the uh, kind of crap that's coming out of Hollywood lately. So. That's what I've been getting into in, in terms of uh, movies and stuff like that. Yeah. Those South Korean John? movies, are they all subtitled? Yeah, they are. Yep. All subtitled. Hey, yeah. hey John, when, I have to just ask this. When was the last time you saw any crap coming out of Hollywood, though? Like, what was the uh, most recent crap that came out of Hollywood that you've seen? That I've seen? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm just like, what's the most recent stuff you've seen Hollywood? No, no, out? no. Well, I haven't. I mean, the last movie I saw was... Uh, that I actually saw in theaters, I think, was Black Swan. Yeah, yeah. But I, I really enjoyed Black Swan, but I haven't seen... I, so I guess I really don't have much to say on it, but just from the... Uh, I don't know, just from I'm the not, I'm, not, I'm not saying Hollywood oh, no, doesn't no. put crap out. I think they do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. No, I haven't seen much, but just seeing the... I don't know, just trailers, the stuff that they're kind of aiming towards, the, the... What's the word? The target audience, I suppose. It's just kind of aimed more to... Uh, I don't know, just... It makes me sound like such a, a douchey person, but, you know, a lesser person kind of thing. I don't know. Just just kind of crap. Well, but, you know, the cool thing about this, though, Tom, is that John actually took some counsel from um, the better person here, my diversion, me. And, uh, <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> go and, go and, on. Hang on. He was introduced into two really great movies by by me. Me. Um... I guess a little credit could go towards you, maybe just a little bit, because you introduced me. But it was actually really cool. I mean, John, you talk about those movies. You have like, did you like the second one of the two that we saw? Uh, Snatch. I like Snatch. I did. I think it was a good movie. Um, but compared but you're a little to... higher on the first one, right? Yeah, the first one, The Big Lebowski, which I hadn't seen, which I had heard. I mean, I, I you'd recommended it to me. Um, who else recommended it? One of my friends in a, in a game called City of Heroes I used to play highly recommended it to me. Uh, so I had lots of recommendations, but I just kind of passed on it, I guess. It just, you know, didn't really interest me that much. But then I saw it, and, you know, I kind of got to go with possibly the funniest movie I've ever seen. That's just a, a great movie. Really? You, you, you thought it was pretty funny? The Big Last Oh, one? absolutely. I've watched it. Uh, Josh came over and showed it to me uh, one night, and... In that following week, I watched it. I think an additional three times. I just couldn't get enough of it. It was hilarious. <laughs> well, yeah, we we originally we streamed it on Netflix, and then he went and bought it. Isn't yep. that what happened? Yeah, yeah. I bought it on Netflix the that same night. <laughs> yeah, on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, th- I think it's one of the funniest movies out there too. It's got some pretty classic scenes in it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And actually, a lot of credit goes to Tom because he did introduce both of those movies to me and it's just you know in turn i introduced them to you yeah so so thanks for the recommendations guys yeah. <laughs> see tom if all of our other listeners could be as cool as john uh-huh. they could see how much we could improve their yeah. lives yeah, by maybe. just following our counsel our, our counsel <laughs> yeah. all right yeah. anyway <laughs> moving on if we haven't lost anybody uh, I'm still here. I, you haven't lost me. All right, great. <laughs> um, I went and saw Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close the other day because I had uh, listened to that audiobook. 
I wasn't exactly thrilled about the audiobook, um, but the movie's actually not too shabby. It's kind of a chick flicky kind of a, a movie. You know, it's it's really sad. It's about a kid who lost his father in 9-11, and he's trying to deal with it. It seems like he's kind of autistic or has Asperger's or something like that. Um, he's kind of... I don't know. It, it, it's good. The, I guess the controversy is, is I actually enjoyed the movie but more than I liked the book. There are certain parts of the book that I didn't really care for that the movie kept out, which was kind of nice. So... Is this one with Tom Tom Hanks? Yep, Tom okay. Hanks, Sandra Bullock. And... How much? How much was he actually in it? Tom Hanks? Yeah, quite a bit because you know there's quite a bit of flashbacks in it. So, okay. yeah, it wasn't too bad. And then of course I saw Dragon Tattoo as well. I I enjoyed that. Um, yeah, and... we went and saw that together. Yep. And. As far as TV, I, I did get caught up on Breaking Bad Season 4, which was really good. And I got caught up on Justified Season 2. That was really, really good. I'm digging Justified. So, yeah, if I was going to throw a recommendation out there, I think you guys should watch Justified. Have neither of you guys watched Justified, right? No. Nope. Yeah, it's really good. And then Dexter, which is, this one's Season 6, right? Yeah. I'm still not caught up. We're we have we have episodes that are on our DVR. We just haven't watched them yet. Yeah, I think I'm I think I'm two episodes away from finishing it. So, and for the most part, I've just been I've been listening to music. I've been getting kind of obsessed with music lately. So, I approve. <laughs> uh, I, as I was talking to John uh, a week or so ago, I've I've kind of been slowly introduced into the genre of dubstep. Which uh-huh. which is good and bad. I know some yes. people some people hate it, some people like it, but I know that this guy Skrillex he's yeah. in the dubstep. I think he won some awards recently, didn't he? Oh did he? I wasn't really paying like, was it the Grammys or something? I wasn't really paying attention. Yeah, whatever awards they give out to uh, musicians, Grammys, Academy Awards, I don't know. Yeah. Whatever Academy Awards is acting, bro. Okay, whatever it is. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I heard that he'd got some awards. Um, the only reason, real reason why he got turned on to dubstep was two reasons. I, I really dug Daft Punk when they did the Tron album, and that turned me on. So I started list, put plugged them into my Pandora and started listening to the other stuff that's related to that. And, of course, I listened to the new Korn album, which is called The Path of Totality. You listen to that yet, Josh? No, I don't have it. Oh, that's a shame. Anyway, it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's different because he introduces, Jonathan Davis uh, introduces like Skrillex, Kill the Noise, um, where they kind of remix some of the songs on that album. It's it's very, very different than Korn's older stuff. So for Korn fans, maybe they hate it. Uh, but me, I, I think it was actually a really good move that he was trying to introduce kind of a different taste into that music so and then of course i've been digging hybrid which is kind of a dubstepy kind of electronica uh music so those are my two recommendations for now for music so we i guess it comes down to we recommend breaking bad dexter justified um south south korean movies what was it called old boy old boy and mother are two really good ones mother people should check out yeah Kind of, kind of heavy on old, old boy, 
Old boy was so twisted, though. Yeah, it's it's dealing with some really taboo subjects, and it's it's pretty it's pretty messed up. You gotta you gotta be in kind of a a good place to watch that movie. But it's uh, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really great. The cinematography is fantastic. It's it's yeah, it's it's good if you're if you're going for it. Yeah. And and it sounds like that most of us definitely give Dragon Tattoo the new version a uh, big time thumbs up. And Big Lebowski and Snatch, right? Yeah. yeah. Sound yeah. sound good. All right. Yep. Let's move on. Segment number two. some current video games of course in this particular segment i'm i'm going to kind of be in the background because i haven't i've been a loser and i haven't been able to play much video games so i'm just gonna i'm just gonna bask in the knowledge of, of you guys um but, but what i will say because i have been listening to some podcasts where they've been talking about these two games that i know both of you are pretty familiar with it seems like it stirs a little bit of uh controversy is uh this demon souls and dark souls i guess they're are they sequels is it is demon souls the first one dark souls is the sequel kind of uh it's a sequel in the way that the final fantasies are sequels i guess um the the stories are completely different uh but they kind of take place in a similar kind of world the gameplay is the same more of a spiritual successor i suppose but definitely in in the same kind of gameplay and stuff like that yeah Okay, the, tell me if I'm wrong, but the controversy is is these games are like extremely difficult because you can't like have quick saves and you can't go around picking up health packs. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There, there is, uh, there is definitely a learning curve for them, which I found out. John introduced both of these games to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're, the gameplay is very unforgiving. Um, John explained it to me that you can actually complete any mission with your character even if he's like a complete like level one right john uh pretty much it'll just take a freaking long time it's all yeah yeah, you can do it as long as you have your timing down to know when to block and when to attack the thing yeah or when to dodge for that matter since probably couldn't take the hit even with the shield but yeah so it's just a very unforgiving uh control set that if you screw up you're dead like one hit kills all the time Yep. on your guy so yeah so uh, what's so what's the point i mean what's the point i mean you're obviously going through as a, as like a story right you're trying to build up your guy level him up and get like powers and then is it you're, of, you're supposed uh, to go you're supposed to go beat like well it's it's a dungeon set kind of right john right john somewhat yeah yep kind of yeah go, go ahead go tell us about it because well, i just make sure i have that right yeah, it's um, it's interesting because when you think of a, an RPG like this, you think of you know big, huge, epic story, countless cutscenes and stuff like that. But I think probably if you look at Dark Souls and tallied up the amount of minutes there are in cutscenes, you could probably maybe get I don't know maybe ten to twenty. It's very short on cutscenes. There's hardly no story. But what's interesting about it is the what it lacks in story, it makes up in in lore. 
um, you're you're kind of cast into this this really strange, dark, depressing world, and uh, the items that you pick up and the bosses that you meet, you find descriptions. You kind of uh, reveal their past, uh, what's how they became the monsters that they are, who, what these items represent, who they belong to, kind of a thing. It's got a very interesting. You're almost like like a detective in the game, figuring out what's going on. So it's very interesting in that respect. It's a a really cool take on storytelling, I find. So yeah. So so are you are you more impressed with the the storytelling or with the fact that it's such a challenging game? I'm just impressed with everything. I'll, I'll say, um, I mean, that the game is challenging, but it's not. Uh, when, when people talk about Demon Souls or Dark Souls, um, they seem to go off too much on how difficult it really is. I don't think it's as difficult as much as it is uh, punishing, unless you're playing, you know, Twitch sorry twitch based shooters uh non-stop i mean you can get into this game you just kind of you just gotta have to you know when the block timing and stuff like that i mean it's not a terribly hard game to get into it's just that if you screw up uh at all uh the consequences are are very high um but uh the difficulty kind of throws you back to the olden days where you didn't get you know checkpoints and quick saves and stuff like that you really uh, had to had to give it your all kind of thing. It's, it, it really kind of um, makes you care for your character more than a story or anything could because death actually matters. You can't just, you know, oh, I died on this dragon. I guess I'll just load the checkpoint and go fight it again. It's no, you got killed by the dragon. You're totally screwed. You've lost all everything that you've collected thus far. You have to try to go find it again without dying. It's, it's very difficult, but it really draws you into the experience. Very immersive, and the combat. I will say, I, I personally think it's the greatest third-person action uh, combat system ever created. I think it's just absolutely. It's so tight. It's perfect. It's precise. And if you die. Uh, 99% of the time, it's because you made the mistake, not the game. It's it's completely dependent on you. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I, I'd actually say this. I would not have ever gotten into these games if, one, one if, if John didn't introduce me to them, but if I actually didn't have John there to actually explain to me, you gotta play it this way. You gotta, you gotta, you know, go up and do this now. Remember to always have your shield up kind of a thing. Because yeah. I remember the first time I tried playing it, I was just getting I was just getting thwapped everywhere I went. I'm like, I, this game is impossible. And John was the one who actually came over, came over to my house. He's like, well, just let me show you these these little things. He actually wrote me like a cheat sheet list <laughs> kind of a thing. You know, you gotta you gotta follow it and do it this way. Make sure you don't do this. Make sure you don't do this. You, it says you can do this, but you don't want to do this. You know. And, yep. And so he came over, and it was kind of like I had my own strategy guide sitting next to me, being like, no, no, do it like this, and you know, make sure you walk around with your shield up. Make sure. You okay. Attack, so. You know, so you're kind of a newbie to this kind of stuff, Josh. You, <laughs> you, you hate it or you like it? No, I love it. It's just I'm. What I'm saying is, if if this was something I just would have picked up, thinking, oh, this is a game I can play. It's it's not. I mean, unless you're one of these diehard guys that know that that's that the combat system is very punishing and unforgiving for your mistakes. If you don't know that going in, you're gonna hate this game. But if, if you if you know that going in and knowing you are going to die a lot, and if you're willing to take that on knowing that the game's not possible, and then you actually you get a sense of reward. when. So what happened was John, John let me borrow his copy, and I started to get into it. And so a guy that I work with bought it, and he said, this game is bullshit. He says, there's no way you're going to get through this. And so he was just going to sell his copy. And I said, well, I'll buy it from you. So I picked it up from him. 
And it was hilarious because it was the next day I show up at work. He's like, how the hell did you already kill three demons in that game? It's impossible. You know, no, it's not. Not when you have my brother as a strategy guide. It works out just fine. <laughs> no. So. But you're but enjoying no, it, 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 huh? Cause, cause yeah, I am. You, I am. you played Demon Souls. Have you played the Dark Souls as well or not? Yeah, yeah, I played a little bit of the Dark Souls as well. Not as much as the Demon Souls, but some, yeah. Yep. I'm, I'm probably, I'm probably actually, I probably put about as much time into Dark Souls as I have in Demon Souls now that I think about it. Yeah, it doesn't sound it doesn't sound like a game that I could really get into. I guess you really got you got to be committed and, and you have well, to have time definitely when you come yeah, in. Yeah, there is even like a there is like a little bit of a multiplayer aspect to it too, where everybody leaves clues for each other to try and help other people yeah. or or lead other people astray. Um, but it's. So it's like John was trying to be like, well, let's get online and play together, and it's really difficult to do, but it's possible. It's just that there's no voice chat with it. Yeah, it's it's got a really intriguing and kind of groundbreaking online component where uh, you can play the game offline, but when you play online, it just completely enhances the experience because like Josh said, people can leave messages on the ground that might say, you know, watch out for enemy ahead or look out for fire that's going to, you know, lash out at you from this wall or something like that. Uh, but they can also lie to you. But it's cool because you can also summon other players in your world to help you or other people can actually invade your world and uh, come and try to kill you kind of thing, a player versus player kind of a thing going on. And uh, they do make it so you can't play with friends like Josh said you, you there's no invite system or anything it's it's very difficult to try to link up with another person because they try to make this a very uh, ethereal you're on your own I suppose. Yeah. yeah you're on your own and the people that you summon are just these you know voiceless ghosts there to, to help you along your way it's 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 a very it's a very um, uh, atmospheric immersive game uh, well, I, the, go ahead the, the, the other aspect that I thought was cool with that was other people's play affects your world tendency and can make yeah. your game either easier or more difficult. So if you're playing it online, let's say there's a lot of people that go in and they go in in, in, uh, in body form because there's two different ways to play. You can play it in soul form and in body form, right? Isn't yep. that how it is? Yep. And if you die in body form, it actually affects the world tendency. So if you take like a whole server, I don't know if that's the right way to put it, but if like everybody that's on the same kind of level in a server, if more people are dying in body form, it actually makes the world darker and yep. makes it more difficult. So you start to end up with black phantoms, which are like super badass, you know, mean guys coming at you all the time. Whereas if the world's more on a, on a, on a, a white tendency or more of a light tendency, it's a lot easier to play through. Yep. So other people's play affects you as well. So. Hmm. Yeah. I'll take you guys' word for it. Sounds uh, interesting and too hard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there was another game that uh, you that I know, Josh, you had referred me to, and I went and got it. I still haven't played it, but I know you guys have played it, right? Pay, Payday the Heist. I think it's an exclusive uh, PlayStation download, or is it? It's, yeah, uh, but there's also there's also, also Borderlands that you there's also Borderlands. Yeah, uh, all right, yeah. So you you were saying John it was it was on uh, Xbox uh, it's on, uh, Steam you can get it on PC as well through Steam and uh, oh, cool. download retailers on there so it's a PC and PS3 exclusive. Cool. So you guys have played it. You guys like it? Yeah, uh, I, like I do. It. Yeah, it's fun. Yep. The controls aren't as tight as I want them to be, but it's, yeah. it's still pretty fun. First person shooter. Yep. Yes. 
very much uh, in the same vein as Left 4 Dead. A lot of similarities to that. It's a four-player co-op game. You see other players through walls. You can help each other up if you, uh, you know, die, so to speak. Um, and you like get that. arrested. You can trade hostages for your buddy back, right? Yeah, a lot of a lot of interesting, cool stuff. You're you're the four these four criminals that go on various heists. You know. Uh, breaking a person uh, out of prison or robbing a bank, all these kind of cool things. It's 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 pretty fun. Cool. I, I plan on playing it. Shoosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Josh says, the controls are very, uh, very they're, touchy. They're very, yeah, they're not they're not great. It takes a, quite a bit of getting used to. Right. Um, and I was telling Josh just the other day um, that I purchased L.A. Noir from Rockstar because that game's been out for almost a year, I think. Um, you can buy it on the cheap right now. Um, I've always been interested in playing it, but I haven't had the chance. But I just, I just purchased it, so I'm looking forward to playing that. That's, that's my uh, contribution. <laughs> I'm going to be playing a game hopefully in the future. Um, at that and payday. Um, and I know Josh, you've been playing Uncharted Three. Yes. Did you get through? It. It's awesome. It's awesome and the all awesomeness gimmicky of 3D. Yes. <laughs> It's a, it's, it's a good it's a good game. I've played the other two, beat the other two, so it's just awesome to have a continuation of the story. Um, yeah. Okay, and and the last one that I know both of you guys played was tw- the new Twisted Metal for PlayStation. Yep. Yeah, we played that together. So, what, what do you think on a, on a one to ten? Where would you give Twisted Metal, John? Um, if we're using the whole uh, scale of 1 to 10 where 1 is absolutely the worst and 5 is you know middle of the road and 10 is absolutely fantastically great I'd probably give it a 6 maybe okay just, just that's exactly what I was going to say yeah is it just because it, the storyline's weak or is the multiplayer because I know it's multiplayer right that's what it was originally based on yep yeah definitely a, a big multiplayer component and the, the combat is great um the driving is great. The controls are are good. It's it's very very fun, but um, half of what made Twisted Metal so great uh, and Twisted Metal Black especially, which was the the one prior to this release, uh, was the the characters. It's all these uh, psychotic serial killer uh, breakouts of of an asylum and stuff like that who are who are in this tournament kill each other and all their stories and their backgrounds are just so interesting. And in this game, there was, I mean, only three characters, and they, uh, the story was short, it was crap, it just kind of ruined the whole experience. And yeah. when we say short, me and John sat down and played it and beat the whole game in three and a half hours. Yep. <laughs> so The whole game. Because this yeah. twist of metal is, I think originally, when it came out on the first PlayStation, it was kind of toted as the uh, Mario Kart on steroids, right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Does it, still, does it still feel that way? I mean, is it kind of third person behind the vehicle kind of thing? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Car combat. Yeah. And they, mm-hmm. they've added races this time where it is much more like Mario Kart where you're actually racing instead of just, you know, trying to kill everyone else around you. And, uh, you're, yeah. and you're picking up mushrooms and shells and shit. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Maybe not that. Yeah. All right. And then the last one I wanted I wanted to ask you about this, uh, this fighting game Josh was telling me you like. Is it Blaze oh. Blue? Yeah, it's Blaze Blue. Uh, I'm I'm probably one in a million here, but that's one of my favorite games of all time. I'm a huge fighting game nut, and I think Blaze Blue is 
the best game of this this current generation of fighting games, and uh, it's yeah, it's 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 definitely not a lot for everyone, but for me, it's it's the bomb. Is it because of the, the just the gameplay itself, or is it kind of the story? Or yeah, well, it's it's a it's a heavy heavily based anime game. So I mean, there's a lot of anime cliches in there, and I, I'm not a big anime uh, fan. But what draws me to it is uh, the combat. It's reminiscent of uh, a game in the past called Guilty Gear. It's made by the same company. They've just taken the fighting genre of Street Fighter and stuff like that, and just completely turned it up to 1000 and just made it completely uh, over the top uh, huge combos like 200 hit combos it's very complex very deep requires lots of dedication to get into lots of time to learn your characters all the characters are very 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 diverse and have completely different movesets um, but yeah it's it, it kind of kind of revolutionized revolutionized uh, fighting games for me guilty gear and blaze blue so they're they're my favorites so you don't think street fighter 2 is is really in the same category <laughs> uh, <laughs> no not really <laughs> yeah. oh, wow. i think there isn't there like a street fighter 4 out now yeah there's street fighter 4 street fighter 4 kind of brought fighting games back really lately there's been so many uh updates of fighting games king of fighters marvel versus capcom all oh, yeah. the fighting games have been coming back but uh um it's the street fighter 4 it, it wasn't that great to me it, it kind of they didn't really update everything it just felt like the previous street fighter games with better graphics that didn't really evolve so much as i was hoping it would be so i wasn't too impressed with that personally did you do you like the mortal Kombat, like the new version i do i like it i think it's a fun game uh i don't think it's a fantastic fighting game uh but as a game i think it's it's really fun just just my own personal opinion on on what i kind of expect and like from fighting games but yeah I, i like it a lot yeah does it still have that little guy that pops up in the corner and goes, whoopsie? Yep. <laughs> still uh, there. I was glad they put that in. Yeah. That guy That guy really does come up in that new Mortal Kombat? Yeah, he does, yeah. It's a I've super never small seen sports. him. Yeah. Toasty! <laughs> the best. All right. Uh, and the last thing, I guess we'll be real quick about this, is I, I want to talk real uh, briefly about the uh, PS Vita that just came out. Yeah. Um, was it this week? Yep. And by the way, this is February twenty fourth, twenty twelve. Way to update the date at the beginning of the episode, Tom. Nice job. <laughs> that, what was awesome is, dude, you sounded just like me. That was great. Uh, why did I really? Did I really sound that <laughs> stupid and gay? <laughs> All right. So the PS Vita, it came out. Um, it's been out in Europe for a while. I know originally it sold really well in the first day or first weekend or first week. And then the cells have slowly started to, well, I shouldn't say slowly. They really started to decline real fast. And I haven't actually looked at the uh, numbers of what the PSV is doing here in the U.S., but I know that a lot of people were kind of shaking their heads like it's just not going to do so well just because of all the competition with tablets and phones and stuff like that. The portable gaming's kind of taken a hit. Um... So, yeah, what do you guys think? You guys excited to see it, play it? I don't know. As soon as they cut the price, I'll go buy one. Yeah. 
I went to uh, Target and Best Buy and actually tried out their floor demos, and it's, it's really cool, really impressive. The graphics were great. It looked like a solid piece of hardware. What it can do is impressive, all the stuff I've read about it, but the price is really astronomical, and especially the, the memory cards is just, just ludicrous. That they're expecting people, people to pay uh, 100 bucks for a, 30, a 32 gig card is just ridiculous. Yeah, and it's still proprietary stuff. We can't use it, just a normal SD card. It's, yeah. It's a particular Sony. It's not even the uh, memory cord or memory duo sticks. It's like something different. You can't even use yeah. those. Yep. And I know that the games, they're not using the UMDs that look like little memory cards, kind of like cartridges. Um, yeah. You get the games in it. So it's 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 quite a bit different. Um, so, Yeah. Uh, PS Vita, it's it's now two fifty and for the Wi-Fi and three hundred for the three G. Yeah, and if people don't know, do not buy the three G because uh, you can't play online games with it. Um, the only thing you can really do is download really really small files and send messages to friends. It's really really kind of a waste. Might so, as well just save fifty bucks and go Wi-Fi. So can you play? So you can play multiplayer, but just over Wi-Fi, right? Yeah, uh, you can play uh, turn-based games on 3G. So if you're like, I don't know, uh, you know, chess or checkers or something like that, if there's a game that works like that where it's turn-based, then you can play those. But uh, live-action games you can't on 3G. But on Wi-Fi, yes, you can play full full games multiplayer. Mm. Yeah. All right. Segment number three. talk about uh, video games that are up and coming uh rumor speculation um things we're kind of excited for blah 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 um one of the things that that i haven't been following too closely but i just kind of did a google search for was the gta 5 i guess there's a trailer and everything out for it have you guys seen it i haven't i haven't <laughs> okay so awesome. i think it's pretty cool <laughs> Hey, it's all right, Tom. We'll just sit in the background while you handle this. Hey, I don't know if you guys know this, but I actually included the trailer in that uh, link that I put in the email. Hey, you want me to go watch it real quick and no. hopefully I don't drop you? Oh, yeah, yeah. You do that and your tablet will freak out or whatever. Are you doing this on your laptop or a tablet still? Tablet. The superior thing to a computer. Super, yeah, yeah. Obviously. Call dropped. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Okay, so there's a trailer out. Um, it looks pretty fantastic. It, it doesn't look like they're going back to the mute. I was kind of hoping they'd go back to the mute in GTA 3, but um, there's been some speculation that I read about with GTA 5 that it's going to be kind of a San Andreas kind of feel. But um, you, Hang on, you're with me on this though, right? What? How cool would it be if they went back to like a Vice City feel? A Vice City? Oh, yeah. That I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before, but Vice City is actually one of my favorite GTAs. Cool. What about you, John? Better, be, better, better than the third one? 
better than GTA 3? Mm. I think GTA 3 has a special place in my heart because it was the groundbreaker. Yeah. Right. But uh, Vice City, as far as some of the spinoffs or the sequels, I, I really dig Vice City just because, you know, you can... Uh, <laughs> You can be driving in a in a Lamborghini and singing that I just died in your arms tonight. I just died in your arms tonight. Must something to say. I just died in your arms tonight. <laughs> <I hate> these <laughs> music. <laughs> Sing it. Anyway, did you you do you like any of the GTAs, John? I do, I do. I, I don't know if I could pick a favorite. I like them all for different reasons. I, I You know, I liked San Andreas because it seemed like they they had really tried hard to put a lot into that game. Yeah. Um, make it kind of vast with the jetpacks and... Yeah. But it, to me, I, I, didn't, I just didn't like that one quite as much as Vice City. Yeah, story-wise, I didn't really much care for the story, but I really did, like you said, like all the gameplay that they packed in. It was it was really fun just to mess around in a good sandbox game. Yeah, and they include, like, riding a bike on it. That was cool. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing from you, Josh? All right, anyway. So, <laughs> let's, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> Halo 4. Are any of you guys excited for Halo 4? Kinda, I suppose. Yeah. No. Yeah. Is it? Is it because? Kind of. It's. it's I'm, I'm all haloed out right now, man. You haven't played any Halo for a long time. Well, how is it <laughs> haloed out? Well, because it's been so long since since you've had the Master Chief. Uh huh. I mean, it's. I I hate that they keep doing the spinoffs. Not. It, you're it's. Gonna, you're gonna call a game Halo. Yeah, they do the spinoffs. They do the freaking ODST. No, mm-hmm. no Master Chief, right? Mm-hmm. Halo Reach, no Master Chief. Nah, that kind of stuff. Nah, play Halo. Everybody wants to play as Master Chief. Everybody knows that's the game that's going to be the best. I heard Halo Reach wasn't that bad. I heard it was good. Yeah, it was It was good, but it wasn't... I, I still was like, ah, where's Master Chief? That's it? That's what makes or breaks the game for you? Is Master Chief? Yeah, because that's what Not the gameplay, not the story. Give me a break, man. Everybody Freaking wants... Loser. <laughs> I, the reason why I think Reach, I see, I haven't. Hang on, just a second. You're calling me the loser. Who has a 360 here? Hey, I, I didn't say that I didn't have a 360 because I don't have a 360 yet. <laughs> but you know, I've, I've played the Halo games up to ODST and Reach, but I've heard Reach is actually pretty cool because that's like the prequel to all the Halos. So, yeah. yeah. Did you play it at all, John? Halo? I did. I liked it. Yeah, I'm not a. I'm not a huge first-person shooter fan. I guess that's why I'm not super excited for it. But yeah, I really, I really liked it. I thought it was good. Yeah, we used to play uh, Halo Land parties back in the day, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If that was uh, cool. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, Halo 4 is predicted to come out in the holidays this year. Is that right? Sure. Yeah, that's the last <laughs> thing I saw. Okay, so <laughs> there's lackluster excitement here. Um, I, I would be more excited for it if I had an Xbox, I think. Um, I know my, my son, who, who gets to play on the Xbox from time to time with his friend, he, they played through, I think, not through Reach, but they've been playing on Halo Reach, and my son really likes it, and he's kind of excited for it. So 
There's part of me that's like, I may just have to break down and get an Xbox just to play Halo 4 when it comes back. I don't know. We'll see. Cool. All right. Uh, speaking of the Xbox, there's been a lot of rumors and speculation on the internet about the new Xbox console that's going to be coming out um, and whether any Microsoft's going to be saying anything on E3 this summer. Have you guys heard anything if uh, Xbox... Microsoft's going to come out with a new console at all? I've been uh, hearing it kind of back and forth. Yeah, I rumored that they're going to unveil it this year at E3. So. Okay. So, what have you heard about it? Because the little bit that I heard, or that I read about, is uh, they said that, that Microsoft was going to have a tablet, which is similar to what the Wii U has. Like, you have a personal tablet that'll be connected to your console. Uh-huh. Have you guys heard anything that confirms or denies that? I don't know. Or, I have. No, I, no. Got a, I got an article from GameSpot UK if you want to hear it. Only if it's legit. <laughs> GameSpot UK? Oh, it's from the UK, so we don't trust them, right? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, they, <laughs> yeah they, if they don't know what a dentist is, they, say, they probably can't write. <laughs> they say it's got some kind of insane multi-core CPU and some crazy powerful graphics chipset. Um... They say they're going to tease it this year at the C at CES. Um, it seems clear that 720 or whatever they end up calling it. Let's see. Yeah, signs. It yeah it says it's suggesting that like the Nintendo's Wii U, a tablet component features heavily into the new design. Saucy Windows 8 Metro interface. Great. Did you say saucy? That's what it says on this. That's what that's what the UK. That's 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 a UK word, Tom. It is. Alright. Yeah, I took the jam out of your donut. That that <laughs> review is saucy. Yeah. I um, Did you guys know this that uh the Xbox three sixty is actually not ten eighty P? Yes, yeah. I heard about that. Well it's something like it's it's its resolution really isn't uh it's like not even four eighty, is that right, John? Uh I'm not sure. I I just heard that it's not really seven twenty P. I didn't really uh, or sorry, not really what you said, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's not 1080p or 1080, se- or, or 720. It, it's uh, it's kind of uh, Nintendo Wii-ish kind of graphics that uh, they're upscaling. Wow. So yeah, in your face, Xbox owners. <laughs> they say uh, one of the things they say is the core of the new platform will be akin to the tablet PC that wirelessly connects to a base station, which in turn plugs into your TV. Um, if this is the case, a premium Xbox Next setup could could feasibly include a, include a base station, a tablet, conventional controller, and some kind of some kind, and a recently discussed high def evolution of the Kinect. Oh my gosh, dude! It, it better all be wireless. Or you're gonna have one effing mess of cables with all that stuff going on. Yeah, but if if, the, if everything's gonna be wireless, you know what's gonna happen? There'll be some innocent kids that'll walk by and. They'll be like, I'm a cancer-free kid to walk through it. I've got cancer. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot of Wi-Fi. I don't know. What what I find funny is everybody seems to be doing all these crazy connect. Okay, Microsoft specifically wants everything to be this crazy connect where you wave it. I don't know if you saw it at CES. They're putting it all on TVs now. You wave at your TV. It sees you. I want to change the channel. You flip my hand up up and down and everything to change That sounds pretty cool to me. I'm sorry. God made remotes for a reason. 
God made remote. <laughs> <laughs> you can give God a lot of credit, but I don't know about a remote. Well, but that's thing. I, when I play a video game, I want to have, I want to have some kind of tactile feedback instead of just look. I can go out and look like an idiot out on the street. I don't want to look like an idiot in my own living room. Are you sure that's not already happening? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that is already happening. I'm talking to you guys. I I understand, but I, I don't think they they're targeting their their projects after you. But I I think it's an alright idea. I I think they need to tighten it up a little bit. The little bit I saw about the connect is is the lag. There's there's still quite a bit of lag um, in moving your hands and stuff like that. I mean, eventually, you're going to be Tom Cruise in that one movie uh, where you're moving your hand around, you know, touching the yeah. keyboard in the air. Yeah, yeah. What, what movie is that, Tom? Uh, point Break? <laughs> no, <I> <laughs> <laughs> Minority Report. A Minority Report, yeah, yeah. Good job, man. Don't help him, John. It's awesome to watch him hang himself. Come on. Point Break, that was uh, that had Neo in, as a surfer. Never mind. <laughs> I've heard rumors that, that was, they're gonna read. I thought that. that was I thought that was Ted. That is Ted. Yeah, before yeah, but then he became a surfer. All right. Anyways, enough of that crap. All right. So yeah, uh, lots of speculation about this this uh, upcoming summer with the E3 CES. Um, not a lot of people excited for Halo Four, but it still might be good. It'll break all kinds of records and all that hoo ha. Hey John, what was that? Ta- that was that uh, handheld console you were showing me that they unveiled at CES this year. Uh, oh, it was a. Uh, I think or it Razor- had like it looked like it, it was two- a gaming tablet. Yeah. Try just try uh, googling uh, gaming tablet. I'm I'm pretty sure it was made by Razer if I remember correctly. That seemed pretty interesting. Yeah, had like what? two look like Sony navigation controllers on each side. Yeah. Kind of a deal. Yep. Uh, okay. One thing uh, I did want to mention real quick on the, the 720 though is the the big the big huge deal breaker here is uh, I, I think it's still in rumor state, but um, it's it's it seems pretty legit. But they're they're making the console so it cannot play um, used games or rented games. Essentially, when you buy a copy of a disc or use a copy of the disc, it somehow makes that disc only work with your console. So if you rent a game, you I mean you put that game in your console, it's not going to work on anyone else's anywhere. So it'll destroy renting and used games uh, for the the 720. Yeah. Well, that could lead right into segment four's WTF in my. Opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. That, yeah, that actually kind of uh, feels makes me feel a little sick to my stomach. Actually. Yeah. All right. We're good to move on then. Good. Let's move on. <laughs> Segment number four. Text, some apps, and of course, a little bit of WTF. All right, um, a little bit of the information that that I've been 
that I've seen since the last time we recorded is the Kindle Fire's been blowing up on Amazon. It's still, if you go to any Amazon website right now, UK or whatever, it, it still is toting that it's that Kindle Fire is the number one selling product on Amazon, and that actually says something because that means that it's selling more than a, a six foot HDMI cable. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I have more of those than I have of a Kindle Fire, though. Well, you know. But I, I'm still digging my Fire. I thought that was kind of impressive. Uh, so, oh, yeah. that is cool. That is cool. That and What's cool is them selling it like that. You know, they make how many different kind of Kindles for just the e-readers. It's going to be cool to see the because they keep talking about the two other tablets they're going to make. They're going to make a 5-inch and a 10-inch, is what I heard, of the of versions of Kindle Fire. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's actually going to be pretty cool to see what those can do. So, yeah, hey, hey John, are you f- very familiar with any tablets? Do you have one? Or I don't know. I'm not a, a big tablet person. I've seen Josh's, and I, I bought my mom uh, a Kindle Fire for her birthday, oh, but cool. I don't I don't own one myself. No. Yeah, I mean they are, in my opinion, because I have the Kindle Fire. In my opinion, they they are what they are. They're just kind of a, a thing to use for those purposes. I mean, I've got a lot of books on there that I still haven't read. I download huh. I download books and then I just don't read them. That, I mean, it's good and bad, but I still prefer the paper version. Yeah. That's, that's kind of my take on that. All right. Uh, as far as apps go, Josh was telling me he wanted to talk about this because he's all uppity up about it. Um, oh, yeah, because you had nothing good to say about this. Well, I, I'm I'm new to it, so I'm gonna I'm gonna play the uh, I am dumb card right here. All right, so I only found out about it today, earlier this morning. But there's a there's an app for Android. I don't know if it's available to you losers with iPhones, but uh, the app's called Box. Um, for those of you who are familiar with Dropbox, which me and Tom have a lot of praise for, uh, Box. Um, is a is a cloud-based service for you know online storage or whatever um and if you sign up um as of today the 24th through i believe it said march 23rd uh you can get 50 gigs free for life of uh, online storage and you can link it similarly the same way you would link with dropbox so your friends can hook up and you can share your files that way um and it's free uh ah, just 50 gigs of online storage for free. That's pretty awesome, in my opinion. Yeah, so if you're listening to this uh, before March, what, 23rd? Yeah. Something. The end of March. If you're listening to this before then, yeah, go to the Android Marketplace and search out Box or just go to Gizmodo and maybe we'll have a link on our website. That'd be good. Use our website for something. Go to mydiversion.com and uh, we'll have a link up there. So you can download it there. So yeah, I, I signed up for it today. Not not while we were recording though. <laughs> well, no, I had to sign up before. I just wanted it installed on my tablet for some reason. Skype and that don't get along. Right. right. Anyway, so yeah, but Dropbox is still good. But the Box app sounds pretty good because it has much more storage that's available. All right. The other things I want to talk about is I heard rumors that Comcast Xfinity, that cable service, is now going to be offering online streaming for shows and possibly movies for just five bucks a month, which is 
which is a much more competitive price than Netflix is streaming. Yeah, but are they going to have the same amount of stuff? Oh, probably not. But they're just starting off, and I've and, already... and is it a, is it available to everybody, or do you already have to be with Comcast? You obviously have to be with Comcast. I'm not. I, they're All right, not... so it's not worth it. <laughs> they're not going <laughs> to. Sheesh. So I, maybe they'll change that. I don't know, but I know it's kind of in the early stages. But already, there's been people that are saying it looks like Netflix has actually got uh, a run of. A pretty good competitor coming up at them. So, I'm still more impressed with Amazon than them. Than yeah. What X, Xfinity has. Yeah. So, uh, and then the other thing I want to talk about Netflix is their original shows. If any of you guys get any of the discs in the mail, you've seen the promos for what's that show called? It's called Lilyhammer. So Netflix has already been putting out some original content, which is actually. I think that's a good move for them, so it's only going to uh, help make their their product more valuable. And of course, they're coming out with a with the new series or new season of Arrested Development with all the original actors in it. That'll be fun. Yes. Were, weren't they supposed to make a movie first before they do that? They're going to do the series, and then they're going to do the movie. The series is supposed to catch you up. Each I remember hearing that each episode caught you up on uh, a different character and then once they're done with that season then they'll finally release the movie oh cool i like yeah that. yeah and, and then are they going to go back to doing more episodes back on netflix again then? i hope so i'm not sure but yeah okay so they're going to have george michael or scott pilgrim in there right yep yep Excellent. The whole cast. yeah and it's i mean since this is uh what eight years has it been off the air for eight years now seems like um yeah, it actually, it, the the world that they lived in is, is actually gone by eight years. They're doing it by real time, so everyone's grown up now, and you, that's why they have to kind of catch you up on everything, so it's, it's pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah, because I know that, uh, that that blonde chick, what's her name, Portia? Portia Ross, yeah. I mean, she she kind of looked good. I, I haven't seen any pictures of her recently. Do you think that, <laughs> Do you think she held up? Not sure. <laughs> Stay tuned. Maybe she did hold up. <laughs> There's a reason to watch. All right. Uh, anything else while we, as we slowly slide into WTF? I'm good. Okay, good. Uh, so let's do some WTF. So what the f*** are you talking about? What the f*** are you talking about? The Chinaman is not the issue here, dude. God. What the f***? Are you Walter? Talk? He peed on my rug. He peed on the dude's rug. What the f is going on there? Walter, what the f is going he on? He hung up, man. What the? Have they called yet? What the hell is this? Walter, what the f are you thinking, man? What the f are you talking about? Huh? No, what the f are you. I'm not. What the f is he talking about? Exactly what happened. Those... That yeah. makes me fucking sick. What the f is that supposed to mean? What the f are we going to tell Lebowski? I'm sorry. What the f does anything have to do with Vietnam? I'm what sorry. the f are you talking about? Dude, I'm sorry. Just one thing, dude. What's that? You have to use so many cuss words. What the f are you talking about? Um, I have to say this right off the bat, dude. Now, I know, I know I've ranted to Josh enough about this, but really... George Lucas, Star Wars in 3D. I'm, Who hey, you know gives I'm, a crap? I'm right there Who? with you. This, that mother effer, he keeps taking more money out of my pocket. He knows I'm a sucker who will pay to go oh, see yeah, it, and he, I did. Yeah, 
he's pickpocketing you, right? He, he's coming yeah. down and actually robbing you. You're, you're not you're not pulling out your wallet and saying, uh, two for I, Adam. I feel Fist. like that stormtrooper in the South Park episode. If you get my drift, just, I just being raped. I just don't get it. I just don't. Star Wars in 3D. I, I, and it wasn't. It was not that good in 3D. I mean, I could have told you that without John, you as, even as, watching as, it. As, as my brother, <laughs> as my brother told me earlier today, yeah, I heard all the characters are really flat. <laughs> 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 Which I thought was funny, but it's actually pretty true to tell you the truth. The 3D was pretty. Was shitty. Yeah, the only time the 3D really stood out was whenever the holograms were on the screen and a little bit in the pod race, and that was it. You know, I don't know if it, you guys know this, but apparently George Lucas is going to re-release all of his Star Wars movies yeah, in yeah. 3D. One, yeah. one per one year. year. Yeah, one so, per year for the next year. So next year, we'll have another WT segment, and I'll say, Star Wars, really, Attack of the Clones in 3D? It's freaking <laughs> ridiculous. So yeah, this is this is so stupid. It's yeah. Anyway. Yeah, and guess what? Hey, and guess what? I bet you next year I pay to see it again. Yeah, of course. And and then after they're all done, when he finally puts them out on 3D, like on I don't know whatever we're at then, some I don't know whatever disc you're going to call it then in six years. It's probably not going to be Blu-ray. It's probably Lame. something different. Lame. Okay, and this leads. And I'll probably buy it then too. This leads into my one of my biggest complaints, and it actually kind of echoes off of what John's been saying, how Hollywood's just kind of tanking. When I was watching, I think it was The Dragon Tattoo, they had a trailer for a movie that I had already seen, just like Star Wars, uh, a trailer for Titanic. Yeah, yeah, the one with, with uh, Leonardo and uh, what's her Kate face? Slit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're putting that in 3D. We so, all know that you're going to go pay to see this just because no. you want to see her in 3D. No. I mean, <laughs> that doink, doink might really be pointing out at you. Oh. <laughs> uh, no. And so so now, is this a trend? It, it, do we have... Are we really running out of movies where they're like, oh, you know what we need to do? We need to re- release old movies and put them in 3D. Is 3D really that cool? I don't think can it's ask, that cool. Can I ask you a question, Tom? If they put The Big Lebowski in 3D, would you pay to go see it? No, I wouldn't. Would you, John? Uh, I don't know. If I'm was to, if i going to see a 3D remake, I guess it'd have to be something that could really incorporate the 3D well, like a good action movie. Maybe if they did The Matrix, I would probably go but, for but something like is, The Big Lebowski. Tom, this is what I find so funny about the 3D stuff is uh-huh. you like I hate 3D, I hate 3D, I hate 3D. Uh-huh. But man, when Jackass when Jackass came out in 3D, you were all for seeing that. Yeah, well, that was fun because they, they were exploiting <laughs> the whole 3D thing. <laughs> they, hey, they were... but the, hey, but let me ask you this: wasn't uh-huh. the 3D in that absolutely amazing? Yeah, it was all right. I mean, I didn't I didn't think that Steve-O's crap was coming at me. <laughs> but it was fun. I, I I liked that because they exploited the 3D. They're like, you know, the whole opening sequence when they're hitting each other in the face with the fish. I mean, it looked cool. But, eh. uh, that I liked. Um, and yet, and just to clear the record here, if if they redid Tron, 82 Tron, in 3D, I'd probably go watch it. 
So I'm not I'm not a whole lot better. I like to get on my little uh, podium, the soapbox here, saying 3D sucks. But yeah, if they did Matrix or Tron in 3D, I'd go watch it. I did watch the Tron Legacy in 3D. So yeah, 3D IMAX, right? 3D IMAX. That's right. Yeah. All right. Um, and I also want to vent about the stupid freaking movies that are coming out. Um, some of these movies. It, this is just a WTF big time for me. Sequels, remakes. They're doing a new Three Stooges movie. Have you guys seen the trailer for that? No. Yes. It's got the guy that plays Curly used to be on Mad TV. I don't remember his name. Um, yeah. Oh man. And then of course Ghost Rider two. I didn't know they could make sequels to movies that sucked. <laughs> <laughs> and then. And then I just heard today, uh, 21 Jump Street, they actually... You didn't hear that today. They actually no, no, no. showed that trailer at the uh, movie. Uh, no, this, you didn't let me finish. I actually heard today that they they did get Johnny Depp to do a cameo in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, of course, they in the, in the movie theaters right now, they have another Underworld... Which, you know, I'm all for seeing Kate Beckinsale in uh, Spandex, but uh, I, do either of you guys like the Underworld movies? I haven't seen a single one. Yeah. I, I think I've seen the first one and that's it. And I thought it was just ho-hum. I didn't think it was any good. The last one I saw, she, she actually cut Dracula, or the guy that was supposed to be the king of all vampires... She, like, sliced his head in a diagonal fashion, and then his head slid off. Uh, I didn't remember seeing that. I turned on the TV, and it was on. Yeah, yeah. So, eh, I mean, like I said, Kate Beckinsale, yeah, the movie's <laughs> made. So, yeah, I guess this is my WTF to Hollywood. Dude, what the heck is going on? Why do, do, do they not have enough people well, writing script, scripts? Or hang on, what about this? Because... You only hit on a couple, but what about the other sequels that you probably are excited for? Well, I, okay. Are you excited for uh, the Men in Black, Black 3 at all? Not really. Okay. What about Prometheus? Yeah, I'm, ex- a, I'm, excited. I'm, I'm excited to see that one. Yeah. 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 But, that one's, I mean, but that one's a little bit different, because they got Ridley Scott to come on board, and it really looks what about like... Monster, what about Monsters University? What? Monsters University, sequel to Monsters Inc. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, but that now you're like saying, well, what about Cars Two? That was, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, yeah. I'm talking about movies that are sequels that are coming up that are in production um, right now. I didn't know about Monsters University. I mean, okay. I mean, that's that's Disney Pixar stuff. Yeah, it's all right. Kids, the kids love that stuff, so I'll end up watching it one way or another. Why are you excited for that? Okay, I'll take that as a yes. All right. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> All right. Any any WTS from you guys? Uh, I as well as the sequels, like you mentioned, um, remakes of foreign films are kind of 
kind of annoying me as well. I mean, even though you guys have all said the dragon tattoo is great, and, I, and I'm going to see that, and I'm sure it is really great, but I mean, there's just a ton where they're just exploiting the, the success of overseas films just to bring them to the American audience, because I guess the American audience just doesn't like to read subtitles or something. I know they're planning on remaking Old Boy. Um, there's been rumors that they're going to remake Mother. It's just if, if, if there's any business in a film overseas, they got to bring it over here. Kind of Kind of annoys me a bit. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I haven't seen those two movies, but I'll put them in my queue for sure. But oh, if you want. <laughs> well, it's uh, I actually see both sides of it. I mean, because like the Dragon Tattoo movies, the foreign ones were great. If they can do them right, it's okay. I, I'm just afraid. Like I, like I told Tom before, with like the Dragon Tattoo for the American version, American version, I was really worried that you know. I was afraid that Mara Rooney wasn't going to live up to, you know, Numi Rapace's um, acting job as Elizabeth. And, you know, she actually did really good. But you can actually see where if they don't get the – if the actor doesn't do the role good enough, then you're going to look at it and go, why did they even bother doing this as an American film? Did you did you see the foreign versions of those, John? I did, yeah. I saw three of those, and I, I liked them quite a bit. I did. And uh, I, I guess I see the point of the, the Dragon Tattoo series because in, in, in that respect, um, it's almost like they're basing it more off the book. It's two representations of the book. I hear that the, uh, the U.S. version is much more true to the book, at least uh, the character of, of Lizbeth is. She's much more um, piss-offy and, and uh, autistic in a way, much more creepy. So, so in, in that respect, uh, it's not the remake of the film so to speak, it's more like a, re- a remake or, or another telling of the book almost. So it makes more sense yeah. to me in that kind of a way. Yeah, I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. All right, I think that's... You didn't even talk about the Super Bowl, man. Oh, yeah, the Super Bowl. It was actually pretty good, Super Bowl. Yeah. The commu- what the F? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think if we were going to do a W2F with the commercial, it would be about the commercials. I thought the commercials sucked. I mean, there was probably yeah, there, there was only like two or three good ones. Yeah, the Ferris Bueller one was fun. The what was the other one? The Seinfeld one with Jay Leno. That one was fun. Yeah. Other- and I actually liked the I actually liked the Acura. Is that what it was? Yeah, Acura had the one where the vampires were all bursting into flames. Yeah. So that was funny. Anyway, yeah, that that would be my. I thought the game was good. Yeah, it was actually a really good game. What would you think of Madonna? Stupid. Did you did you like the halftime controversy in that one? No. Did it you was, hear about it? I watched it. It was stupid. The, no, there was there was the, a girl. There was a again. No oh, malfunction. There was one of her backup singers flipped the bird to the camera. Ooh. She also said. Sh- I didn't hear about that, but who cares? Yeah, she also said shit. And what was funny is they tried to edit her flipping the bird, and they totally missed it by four seconds. It was great. whoop de freaking do I just thought it was funny. I was like, yep, yeah, see? What? NFL still can't get a Super Bowl halftime show right. <laughs> yeah, like it's their fault. They get they get these clowns up on stage. How about th- how about this NFL guys? Have you ever thought about putting like a legitimate artist up there, <laughs> like somebody that's good, instead of uh, Madonna with this LMFMO or whatever? Yeah, Tom, wa- Tom wants you to put Lady Gaga up there. <laughs> Not quite. I just don't get it. I just don't get it. All right. Um, 
Yeah, I think I think that pretty much wraps us up. So, segment number one, we talked about stuff we were digging on, some of the movies and music and shows we've been catching up on, and then we talked about segment of two, we talked about some games we were digging on. I haven't been playing much. And then segment number three, we talked about the up-and-comers. Not real excited for Halo 4, apparently, but GTA 5, which is slotted to come out in 2013, by the way. So we still got some time for GTA oh, 5. Man. And then segment number, four, segment number four, we just talked about some techs um, and one app and then a WTF. That good? Yeah, sure. You know, I... I've been drinking this uh, Mountain Dew, right? That's, you know how the controversy is, is it's made with pure sugar instead of the corn fructose. Uh-huh. I, I think I like the corn fructose one better. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of hype because you get this limited edition. Oh, it's made with real sugar. And I know that Dr. Pepper and Pepsi have it. I don't know, man. I, I'm looking at it. I'm like, eh. Uh. You, I don't even have it. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Freaking well, bitch. Well, I just watched Letterman. I just watched. I just watched Letterman the other day, and they were talking about how great Mexican Coke was because it's made with like real sugar instead of this fake corn fructose sugar. I just don't. I think it's. I think it's good. The... You all can go to hell. All right. <laughs> Give me one. I'll drink it. Would you re- would you really? You'd break your you'd break your fast. Oh. Alright, uh so yeah, go to mydiversion.com and contact us through there, uh to Tom or Josh of My Diversion and thanks to John for the music. Hey You can have it. Appreciate it, bro. <laughs> and we'll talk to you later. Listening to the My Diversion podcast. Find us on the web at mydiversion.com. The music for this episode was provided by Jonathan Pope.